Welcome to the Risk and Accounting Advisory Podcast. I'm Garrett Puckless, and I lead the accounting transformation work at Cherry Becker. And today, our team is going to demystify accounting transformation and what it means if your organization is going through transactions, adopting regulatory changes, or simply looking to mature or optimize existing operations. With me today are Corey York and Ed Summersill in Cherry Beckert's Accounting Transformation Advisory Practice. I want to start today's conversation by providing a high-level definition of accounting transformation and give an example in a business situation. Accounting transformation can be thought of as strategic initiatives focused on structuring the accounting function to align with the company's strategy and meet future business needs. An example of this would be if you're targeting growth through acquisition, your transformation should be focused on creating a structure around integrating these new entities. Corey and Ed, what are the key components to success around accounting transformation? Well, um, since Garrett was pretty skimpy on my credentials, and I sure assure you I have some, uh, <laughs> with my uh, 20 years of mixed industry and public experience, I've got a good deal in uh, policies and procedures, and especially in inventory-related processes. And the first component, when we look at an accounting transformation, is the organizational and departmental structure. Uh, successful organizations align themselves to match their desired future state and this requires a clear structure, um, defined roles, responsibilities, and uh, open communications and change management. Um, to continue Garrett's um, uh, merger acquisition example from before, um, we, we'd consider the organization's current structure, um, or in some cases, complete lack thereof, um, their systems used, uh, organizational strengths and weaknesses, especially of that acquiring organization, which would theoretically be dominant culturally and procedurally. Additionally, uh, we did assess the, how the target entity operates, you know, how they're structured as well, and the systems that they use and opportunities for, for growth, both um, current and with the theoretical synergies that the acquisition would bring, and what the risks uh, to the successful implementation um, would be and uh, intellectual capital knowledge loss, things of that nature. Um, accounting transformation uh, is more than organizational realignment, though. Um, what we often observe in, in some accounting functions, um, they need to assess and, and, and optimize their individual accounting cycles and uh, processes and sub-processes. And our clients will often reach out to us with their limitations and realizations. Um, things like, you know, that we hear um, our closing process, our, our period closing takes takes weeks um, at a time uh, when, when we want it to take days. Um, we can't get valuable or timely data uh, out of our systems or our ERP or our you know, na name your cycle here, uh, uh, accounting needs improvements, our inventory accounting, our payroll, uh, treasury, uh, procure to pay, um, our record to report, our um, uh, fixed assets, long-lived assets, uh, uh, all of that um, can be something that a group would come to us um, and ask for our help with. Um, and, you know, Ed, um, I think uh, you wanted to jump in here as well. We also want to consider how mature these cycles and processes are. Cherry Beckert has developed a maturity model to assess how mature a cycle or process is and how it can be optimized. There are five levels. You know, there's initial, the process is undocumented and performed ad hoc, repeatable, the key components of the process are documented, but it may have you know, manual components, several dependencies, and the knowledge may be siloed. Then there's defined, 
all the processes are documented, but management of the process is still a struggle and not continuously improving. And then you have capable. It, the processes are updated and managed and needs and changes as needs and changes occur. But efficiency and data insight are still not optimized. And then you get to efficient. And this is the best practice. You know, there's a forward looking data insight. The process or cycle is capable of just continuously improving. Um, and then there's, you know, the last component of accounting transformation, which is, you know, the accounting software systems. You know, there's accounting systems that have all different flavors. You know, they can different shapes, sizes, depending on the type of entity, the type of company, the structure of the accounting staff. You know, there's, you know, the big one is ERP. You know, the purpose is to integrate all processes as needed for the company into like a single system. Like you're thinking your Oracle, your SAP, those big things. And then, you know, those things will include planning, purchasing, you know, sales, marketing, finance, human resources. It's a one-stop shop. Hmm. Um, and then there's also these kind of specialized type accounting systems that'd be like financial close related, such as Blackline, where, you know, it's really there to be able to help manage the month-end close process to help the controllers and accountants kind of work through and make sure their accounting, you know, account balances are actually yeah. like, being reconciled, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, there's other software such as like invoicing software, bill.com, expense tracking software like Concur, and then there's payroll, sales, CRM, budgeting, you know, you can basically have a system, accounting system process touches everything, right? Mm -hmm. So really the key takeaway is that the technology is intended to support but not really replace the accounting function. So there's no death by digital, right? Like the focus is really more on adaptability and data insight and thinking like going forward. And um, Jared, I'll I also wanted to yeah, jump in and discuss a few of the insights and, and benefits from undergoing accounting transformation. So first and, and most important, what you're gonna see is you'll see reduced time on manual tasks. You're, you're gonna get time back. Uh, yeah, and that, that'll also lead to reduced risk of data entry errors. You're taking it out of people's hands um, and it'll be more automated. Uh, you'll be provided real-time real data, which is going to allow you to think critically and make forward or future-focused accounting decisions. And you're going to have better insights into your processes to make training and retaining employees easier, which I know is something we're all battling with right now. And I think it will also re reduce the risk of external audit because auditors may all come in and see exactly how you do it because you know exactly how you do it and you have it documented. Uh, lastly, having automated business and accounting processes also leads leadership to focus on becoming a value added part of the organization. So your accounting is no longer just a data silo. You're now providing valuable insights to the rest of the organization. You're becoming an integral part of the organization. You're not just bean counters now. Uh, yeah, Garrett, if if I could, actually, I've got a you know example of a quick uh, success story on how we helped a, a high growth uh, life sciences company with a multitude of uh, inventory issues. So. They had a ever-changing landscape uh, due to, you know, the rapid growth that they'd undergone, um, and the lack of inventory accuracy. You know, namely, you know, inventory not being physically where uh, ERP systems said it would be. Um, it was becoming a pretty major impediment to their uh, 
operations and month-end valuation process required a pretty major overhaul to their entire approach to inventory counting you know the physical counting process and uh and, and costing and uh, even the uh, the tracking of the of the material between their facilities and, you know corey earlier when i was talking about the process cycle on the maturity model where do you think this client fit in on that model and how are you able to work through that well in this case um you know we we, we always start we go in and, and we assess what their initial procedures are and uh, in in your continuum ed it's i mean they this this would have been more like a one than a five uh, in initial uh, organization where um everything is largely ad hoc and um probably not assigned to a particular person um and relatively informal um so what we do is, you know, we walk through the processes such as they are uh, in detail with the process owners and then any other stakeholders that the uh, that the client feels uh, should be involved. Um, and then we applied the, the data that we got from those uh, from those walkthroughs and examining the, the, any reports uh, that might be uh, related to the sub processes. And then we apply our best practices in order to create a more formalized uh, procedural manual. Uh, in this case, uh, described their uh, preparation for a, a monthly count, uh, the execution of uh, account, and um, the way that they reconcile uh, the aftermath of account uh, to make sure that you know your book inventory is um, in agreement with what you just physically counted, um, uh, down to even you know methodologies for a facility supervisor to to actually pull the information from you know the erp because uh, you know at times you've got sort of mixed um, levels of, of competence with uh, uh, data entry and the usage of an erp i mean we had maps created and schematics for inventory management and the logistical planning um, and even helped them uh, develop a few a uh, few trackers uh, daily weekly monthly type checks uh, for management to monitor monitor activity and uh, operational templates for them to investigate uh, variances that arise from counts and you know and also there it allows them a little bit of leeway for them to decide um, what variance uh, what level of variance is a significant significant enough to require extra attention to resolve. All right, I appreciate you sharing that, Corey. Um, and thank you both, Corey and Ed, for being on this. Hopefully, we've been able to provide a little bit of insight into accounting transformation and how it can enhance your accounting function. Our practice is focused on solutions for foundational accounting needs, optimized processes, and advanced digital controllership, uh, all of which is designed to increase your productivity, reduce your costs, and improve your reporting quality. For more information on this topic and how you can approach accounting transformation for, uh, for your organization, please visit our website, cbh.com, and then please like, share, and subscribe to the Risk and Accounting Advisory Podcast. And thank you all so much for listening.